Welcome to Rise Up For You, a unique podcast dedicated to uplifting women in their day-to-day life, but open to all to enjoy and share. My name is Natalina, the founder of Rise Up For You, through interviews with various experts and professionals on relationships, investing, self-worth, entrepreneurship, love, and health. This podcast is committed to empowering and spreading knowledge and motivation to all. Rise up for you, be better today than yesterday, and prepare for a greater tomorrow. Hi everyone, this is Natalina, your host and the founder of the Rise Up For You podcast. Thank you so much for joining us today. We have an incredible episode with two people today. We have a duo on our show. We're going to be speaking with Bree and Tyus from the Amplify Collective Company. They are two incredible women that are going to break down the art of unnetworking. That's right, I said it unnetworking. They are awesome women that are making a huge impact and teaching women how to rewire themselves and rebrand this word networking to just building true and authentic relationships. They're going to talk to us about how to introduce yourself to people, how to ensure that you're making an impact when you meet somebody and to really just walk away building relationships and connections that can go beyond your business card, beyond what you do and beyond your you know small networking event that you happen to to go to. Please share this episode with everyone because it truly is something that we all can learn from. Rise up for you and enjoy this episode. Hello, Tyus and Bree. Thank you so much for joining us today on the Rise Up For You podcast. It's an honor to have you on the show. I always like to start off the show by letting our audience get to know our guest. So could you tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do? Hi, so this is Bree. Uh, we, Tice and I started a company about a year and a half ago together uh, that is was created to kind of disrupt the traditional networking industry. And so we created the Amplify Collective to help women unnetwork. And so our whole business is based on the idea that relationships and networking don't happen through exchanging uh, job titles and business cards. So how do we break the traditional mold of what's been happening for so long and really help women to show up authentically in their power uh, as opposed to the, you know, nonsensical, here's my business card, now we're quote-unquote connected, so we should do business together kind of feel. I love that you... Um that you're doing this because it's, it's such a pet peeve of mine when, you know, I go out there and I meet people and the first thing they say is, hi, what's your name? What do you do? I get so taken back. (laughs) It's like the worst thing, the worst feeling for me. And so, you know, to see that you guys are out there kind of redefining what that means and redefining what it means to build relationships opposed to networking um, is something that I think is, is a game changer and really, really important. Um, so how did you kind of, how did you get into this field or what was the aha moment that, um, you know, that you and Tyus, you guys both decided to kind of bring this together and bridge the gap? Yeah. So, uh, Thais here. And when Bree and I first got together, we, uh, had this idea of just creating a dinner party and an opportunity to bring women together. I had just moved to Los Angeles. I, was desperate for community, but I was finding that I didn't have much options. I mean, you know, you can either go to a meetup, which I'm an introvert. So for me, 
I don't like the idea of walking into a group of strangers and trying to make myself known. And the traditional networking is just very uncomfortable in hotel lobbies. And it's, you know, uh, very conducive to male psychology, but not necessarily female psychology. Um, and then what else? Like you have workshops and yoga classes, but that's a complete gamble if you're going to meet somebody. And usually people are going to these things for their own self-development. They're not really there to chit-chat with their neighbors or they're there with people they already know. So I was like, you know what, why don't I create something? And uh, it ended up being a you know a really great success. It went viral on Facebook. Uh, we had a lot of women come from all over uh, Los Angeles to join us. And after the event, we were like, wow, we, we've got to do this again. And so we just started with a monthly dinner party where we capped it at 14 women. And we just created a really intimate experience where you're not allowed to talk about what you do. Instead, here are some themes and some talking points that we offer. And let's see what happens. And then from there, uh, we were doing dinner parties for about six months before we started to really look at this as a viable business opportunity and like, how are we going to expand? Uh, and eventually we, uh, started our membership, which is our group of women here in Los Angeles who want to create even deeper, uh, in-person connections. And then we started doing mixers and Amplify Collective was born. That's, that's awesome. That's brilliant. So, I mean, again, this topic is really, really important. And we have a lot of women that kind of struggle with this concept of, you know, networking, which you guys are definitely redefining. Um, you know, why do you think it's so difficult for people to just build natural organic relationships? Mm, I don't think, I don't think it's difficult. I think we just have a really fucked up system. Oh, I mean, you know, messed up system. Uh, I don't know if I'm allowed to. Yeah, you're fine. Uh, just be you. On your podcast. Yeah, just be you. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, women are natural connectors. We know how to support each other. We know how to talk to one another. We know how to create intimate relationships. You know, Brie and I met um, at a, a workshop. We got lunch a couple months later, and we've been good friends with Soul Sisters since then. I think women are naturally good at connecting. The problem is we live in a society where we're told that if in order to connect, it has to look a certain way in order to connect, it has to, you know, be business only and keep it out of, you know, keep personal separate than business and all of the ways in which may be great for our male counterparts, but aren't conducive to our psychology. And so we're, we're feeling alienated. We're feeling lonely. We're feeling like we have to do it all and be it all without any help, without any support. We go against everything that we naturally want and then you, we wonder why we're feeling so unhappy and why we don't have the relationships that we do. But I think in, through Amplify, what we're trying to show is that there is a way and that women are supportive of one another and collaboration is the new competition. And there is a way for women to build each other up and create pockets of network together that, you know, what, is, what do you say, Brie? The rising tide raises all ships? Yep, that's our motto. Yeah. And just to piggyback off that a little bit, again, like I also don't believe that it's difficult for us, but imagine like we're sitting here meeting for the first time, trying to connect with one another based on our job titles. Like, oh, so what do you do? And all of a sudden we're supposed to be friends. Like how does, you know, you being a lawyer and me being an accountant say like, make us want to be friends. It yeah. just... So, like, what if you removed all that and actually connected with people based on their heart and their soul and their passion and their creativity 
and their joie de vivre and all of those things. Like that's what creates connections. So again, like Chase said, it's not that we have a difficult time creating connections. It's the systems that we've been taught and that are so ingrained in ourselves that don't support us in creating those lasting connections. You know, and that's really important that, that you're bringing this up because I think that you're absolutely right. When you when you use this word connection, I find that very few people are approaching their conversations with the intent to connect rather with the intent right. to see, okay, what can I get from this? Or I'm going to this event because I need more clients or, you know, how do I get, you know, a sponsorship or how do I get money for this or how do I get that and get that and that? And then so naturally, yeah, we're not connecting. We have this mindset that we need to get something from the person. And if I say to you, you know, what is it that you do? And you come back with an answer that I don't think is going to be a fit for what I'm looking for, then, you know, I move on, for example. Yeah, exactly. Instantaneously breaks any possibility of you getting to know that person. And what if that person has amazing opportunities to support you and what you're doing, but because of their job title, you write them off. Right. Right. Absolutely. So what can you tell us, um, you know, to our listeners and to, uh, and to all of us that are, you know, hearing what you have to say, what are some key things, I guess, that can help us in unnetworking and kind of, you know, breaking the barrier and just really, truly building authentic connections, period? Yeah. So the best place to start is to not ask people what they do right off the bat. And instead, come up with a list of questions uh, that you can ask people that are going to elicit a deeper conversation. So a simple question that Bri and I like to use is, so what are you passionate about? Because then if what they do happens to align with what they're passionate about, great. But if they're passionate about anthropology and they're passionate about you know charity work or whatever it is, but their full-time job is actually being a lawyer, then we're much more interested to see to know what's expanding their hearts right now, what you know they're celebrating, what are their wins, what are they, you know, spending their time and energy on. So recalibrating that question, instead of what do you do, ask questions that are going to inspire a deeper conversation. And it may feel uncomfortable at first. We're going against, you know, thousands of years of societal norms and people may look at you a little funny, but what we found is that the response is tremendously positive. People generally tend to remember you more because they remember that you actually asked something different and that's important in networking, right? You want to have that memorable moment and it opens them up to actually engage with you and be interested in you instead of going into their routine elevator pitch that they've probably repeated a thousand times. They can say it in their sleep and has absolutely no relevance to who they actually are. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, and another tip I would add in is to stop showing up as your job title as well. So not only do you stop asking other people for theirs, but stop showing up as if that is the only thing that defines you in the world as well. You know, find a broader scope of like who you are and what you what you bring to the world versus well, I'm just I'm just a lawyer, I'm just a accountant or a teacher or whatever. There's so much more to each one of us. Our job titles don't define us, but we let them oftentimes. So what does it look like for you to show up in the totality of who you are versus just a single word? Right. Absolutely. And you know why? It's so it's so funny that you mentioned that because we're as you mentioned, Tyus, earlier that society is kind of conditioning that mindset. So, you know, when I work with women and I work with clients and I say, 
you know, I want you to write down things about yourself that have nothing to do with your career or your like technical skill set. And it's really difficult for them to do that. It's like, oh, I can't talk about my career or I can't talk about, you know, the fact that I'm a lawyer. I do. I'm like, no, just talk to me about you. It's almost like we've completely rewired our mentality to have those kind of conversations and to even have the self-talk about that. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's like we oh, ourselves from the equation. Like no. we, we show up so much, so far removed from who we are and what brings joy to our lives and our hearts. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, when you're going into an event or you know that you're going to meet people, is there any kind of um, conversation that you have with yourself, maybe to put you in a mindset that's that's open, or so that you you know you're not networking in that traditional way, or is it simply just a, you know what I'm going in and it this is just me? Yeah, you know it's very interesting when we when we're generally taught when we're going to networking events is to have an agenda in mind, right? It's to how many business cards do you want to collect? How many connections do you want to make? How many people do you want to get to know? How many clients do you want to get out of this experience? Like we really create very narrow minded expectations onto the event. And I find that that really limits our capacity to be present to the event Mm. and being open to surprises and miracles and, uh, you know, anything could happen. So what I like to do before I go to an event is, is I just clear my expectation. I just sit there like I'm going to be open to whatever happens and I'm going to set the only attention I'm going to set is to be present and to ask good questions. And I find that people love talking about themselves. They love sharing what they're up to. They just want someone to listen to them. So instead of coming in with this agenda, like I'm going to sell you you know, and I'm going to pitch you and I'm going to say all these things and I'm going to make all these sales. What if you were to come in from a space of humility and just asking questions and just getting to know people? And what we found is that while the results may not be necessarily instantaneous that you leave with 20 business cards of potential clients, what you do leave with is phone numbers, phone dates, you know, Skype dates, coffee dates, genuine connections, and the foundations of building relationships that not only has absolutely uh, been pivotal in expanding my network, uh, but also makes me feel less isolated and alone. Right. And your tribe in general is just building on a different, completely different level. Yes. Yeah. Kind of like Thais mentioned, like it's not an instantaneous thing. It takes more time. And in a world right now of instant gratification, it might seem a little counterintuitive, but the relationships that you build from this space, are ones that will last you so much longer than a simple business card transaction. They are the kind of relationships that give you longevity, give you, you know, lifelong people in your life, in your, you know, community. So it, it's, it is totally going against everything that we're being taught right now in networking. Um, but it is, it, it has more longevity to it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think you guys are obviously pivotal of that example. I mean, you mentioned that you guys met at a, an event that you went for coffee and then, you, you know, you built a relationship and now you have a venture together, which is excelling greatly. We do what yeah. we can. 
You do what you can. <laughs> um, again, it's it's really an honor to have you guys on the show. And I think that the topic is really, really, really important because again, like we're changing so much as a society and a lot of times we are missing these connections. And when we try to make connections, you know, they're not authentic, they're not real and they're just very surfacey. So thanks for joining us. I'd love to jump into the power section of the interview. Um, if you could tell me, um, and obviously both of you guys can each, you know, kind of say what's one book that you've read that's had a massive impact on your life that you would recommend to us? Um, for me, it was the big leap. That book, I read it two years ago for the first time and I read it cover to cover and instantaneously reopened it and started reading it again. Um, it's had a massive impact on my mindset, um, just who I am, how I show up in the world. And it's highly, highly recommended. Great. Oh, gee. Um, I would say a book that I go back to again and again and again that has really just expanded my capacity to be in my purpose is The Alchemist by Paulo Coelho. Um, not only is he Brazilian, and I am Brazilian, so we have that in common. <laughs> you know, the, the book just continues to highlight the importance of going after what's uncomfortable and to surrender to the process, and I just love it so much. Great. And what's one thing that you've accomplished that you're proud of? Ooh, that's a really good question. Um, I think for me, it's continuing to show up. Like I have faced so many points in my journey where I have just wanted to quit and just turn in the towel and like get a job. And like even a little bit this year, I've been like on the verge of, am I really doing this? Like maybe it could just be easier, but I just, I have incredible tenacity and I just keep showing up. It's <laughs> great. Yeah. I definitely feel like we have that in common, Bree. Um, one of the things that I'm extremely proud of is how we've grown the Amplify Collective. Uh, it has not been an easy journey. You know, this is my second business. So Bree and I both run our own businesses along with the Amplify Collective. And there are many times when it is challenging running a business with a business partner. It is challenging uh, running two businesses. It is challenging holding a vision of something that is going against much of what society is telling you. And, um, you know, the fact that we have continued to pour forth our love and energy into this enterprise and really created such an incredible community here in L.A. just speaks volumes to our commitment to changing the way women network. Mm. And are there any routines that you have that help you get a positive rise in your life? Maybe something that you do every day or a morning routine? Yeah. So both of us have morning routines and, um, what we always say, we get asked this question a lot and we always say that, uh, it's less important, like what we do during our morning routine. So like for me, my routine looks different every day. The only thing that's consistent in it is the time. So I block off every single morning from either six to eight or six to nine, depending on the day. And that's my protected time. And in that time, in that space is when I ask myself, what do I need today? What do I need right now? Be it meditation, yoga, you know, breakfast, coloring in my coloring book, kitty time, like whatever that looks like for me in that morning is what I do. But what's more important about it is why I'm showing up for myself, you know, 
why I'm saying yes to connecting with my soul on a daily basis, as opposed to just like the quote unquote things that I'm doing during that time. Great. Yeah. Um, I have various things that I like to do throughout my day. I also have a very committed morning routine. I had a really powerful meditation just this morning that, um, was just beautiful and grounding, but I, I, And so on top of that, one of my most favorite things is to be really present on my walk with my dog. I walk him two to three times a day and I don't bring my, my phone. I really spend time, you know, enjoying my neighborhood and breathing in the fresh air and listening to the birds and just be really, really grounded in that experience and allowing that time outside to nourish me. And I'm finding that that's one of my favorite times of the day. And it just feels so good to remind myself what's important and why I'm even doing any of this. And, you know, again, it's been such an honor to have you here. And, and, I, and I love the rawness that both of you guys provide, you know, to our women in general. Is there anything that we didn't get a chance to talk about that you want to say? I call it the last piece of golden nugget um, to give to our audience members. Ooh. Um, Thais, you take this one first. <laughs> oh, thanks, Bray. <laughs> Um, I will say that one of the uh, things that we recommend to our women when they are starting to practice this unnetworking methodology is to create a shock-inducing introduction because people are going to ask you what you do. It's part of our societal norm, and what are you going to do? Tell them, um, I don't talk about what I do, but like, we don't want to be um, closing off opportunities to connect with people either. Um, so we recommend creating a shock-inducing introduction where you, you introduce yourself with something that's going to make them question what is it that you said and that gets them hooked into what you're what you're sharing uh which is then much more likely for them to remember it for example um you know if you have a brand uh if you're a fitness instructor and you teach people you know how to get fit um and they ask you oh like what is it that you do if you say you know i'm a fitness instructor Maybe that's a little not bo- uh, you know a little boring but if you were to say i help women get fit and they're like oh well, what does that mean? You know, how do you do that? And that's what you want. You want them to ask you to tell them more. And the minute you do that, they're going to be, they're going to be psychologically more interested in you than if you didn't do a shock inducing introduction. Mm. Well, and kind of relating back to what we talked about before then too, that's leading more from your passion as opposed to leading from, again, the societal box that we've all been put into of like, oh, well, you're a fitness professional. Absolutely. Absolutely. Ladies, um, thank you so much for joining us. I'd, l- I'd love to have you back and we can dive a little bit more into, you know, different things that apply in regards to the mindset when you're building relationships, but how do we stay connected and how do we support you? You can find us on all the socials at the Amplify Co. Uh, We love Instagram probably the most, but we're also on Twitter and Facebook. And uh, our website is theamplifycollective.com. We host about four to five events a month in Los Angeles. So if anyone's in Los Angeles and wants to come join us, theamplifycollective.com has all the info. Wonderful. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. I'm so glad you were able to join us for that episode. If you're wanting more strategy, tips, and information, please head over to riseupforyou.com and sign up for our emailing list. We have a special jumpstart guide that gives you the first few steps to building your professional and personal life. 
Rise Up For You is all about getting to the next step and never allowing yourself to settle. So again, please head over to riseupforyou.com, join our network, and rise up in both your professional and personal life. Thank you again for joining Rise Up For You. Be better today than yesterday and prepare for a greater tomorrow.